Would you like a jelly baby? Engage all the systems. Aye. Engage. Clear all mornings. Clear it, sir. One quarter impulse power. You know how to fly, don't you? No. Do you? Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. The Force will be with you, always. Hi, and welcome to the Geek Hangout Podcast. My name is Mark, and I am joined by my fellow co-host, Grant. How are you doing tonight, Grant? Hi, good. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Excellent. Excellent. Big week for news this week. Craziness. Lots and lots of stuff, as always, anymore. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I know, really. Every time we finish a show, I'm kind of like, wow, man, I don't know what's going on, what's going to happen next, <laughs> you know, for us <laughs> to do next week's show. And then, and then something always pops up. Yeah, sure enough here, like the next day, like, oh, oh, here's big news again, you know, so, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, that's great for us and great for everybody, really. Yeah, excellent stuff. Uh, did you do anything exciting this weekend? Uh, we were at, with the family, We it's not really geek-related, but we went to right. uh, Kalahari, which is a oh, that's right. big giant water park up in the uh, Pocono area of uh, Pennsylvania. We went up there for, uh, you know, stayed overnight up there and had a great time. Uh, it's the largest water park in the United States, I think. So oh, wow. I know we, we've gone up there a couple of years now in a row. The kids absolutely love it. So we went up and did that and had a great time there and came home utterly exhausted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we keep saying we're going to go up there one of these days and we haven't done it yet. But yeah, we'll get it's there. a lot of fun. Yeah, the kids and we're at, it's actually a little sad because like the kids now are just on the cusp of like my oldest is like we're kind of like, oh, this might be it. You know, she's just kind of. We had a great time, but you can just tell she's like more interested in her phone now. And you're like, okay, <laughs> this, this might be it, you know. But we had a nice time. It was a good time. How about you? Excellent. What did you guys do this weekend? All right. Well, we didn't do anything like crazy. Look, we're on a constant search now for retro video games. Like that's a thing now for us. Oh, fun. We, so we stopped at this like a flea market kind of place. Oh, okay. Not far from where you live. And we went down, there was a guy down there that was selling video games. We got a couple Game Boy games and stuff. But what was really kind of cool and, and relevant to the podcast, I think, is that the same guy had a ton of Kenner action figures, like the original Star Wars Kenner action figures. Oh, really? Um, yeah, he had that. He had a bunch of comic books. He had he had some Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Oh, cool. You know, from back in the day. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was pretty neat. So, and he had a... He had a pretty big selection of stuff. I wanted to ask you, like, because he had a Han Solo, a Bespin Han Solo. Yeah. I don't recall if he had a weapon or not. Okay. Selling it for $10. Is that like a good price? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a pretty good price. Okay. It, I mean, it, was, it wasn't, I mean, it was, certainly wasn't mint, like some of the paint was, wasn't on his hair and stuff like that, but. That's not bad. Was, I mean, if you're going to, like, what I usually do is. It, I, I really don't buy and sell that often, but if I'm looking to buy something, I figure like between like three and five bucks is what I'll spend on it. But that's me figuring if I'm going to try to resell it. Okay. So you figure ten bucks. That's not. That's actually pretty good. That's not bad. Not a bad price. Yeah, yeah and it was in better shape than the one you know that I played with when I was a kid. Right. right. Like, you know, pick that one up. You know, and they had like they had a princess. Like I never got the Bespin Princess Leia, and they had the Bespin Princess Leia there, but she didn't have her her code on you know that's where they that's without figure especially between the cape and then the all the princess leia the guns her weapon is very hard to find now oh okay 
I wanted to tell you about that because it's not far from your house, so I thought that was... Where is it? It's is called it Booth's Corner? Corner. Yeah, okay, that's funny. Yeah, you, you know what you're familiar with? It? Yeah, I know where it is. Yeah, I, I've been there once or twice, but not, not since I was really interested in, in all the, the toy stuff, so... Yeah, and this guy was, like, deep in the bowels of it. It's like, you have to go downstairs, and it's all the way in the back. Like, we had a hard time finding it. Oh, okay. Did you? How did you hear about it? Did you know that I, he was... I think, I think I saw an advertisement on... Oh, okay. Yeah. Or I did a search on retro game stores, and he came up. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Yeah, and, and like, he didn't have a whole lot of video game stuff. Right. But he had a bunch of other stuff. Like, he had a He-Man stuff. He had, oh, that's funny, yeah. He was selling the Legacy Millennium Falcon. Oh, for six hundred dollars in box. Oh, in the box! Wow. Okay. Yeah, a bunch of other stuff. Like he had a a stand, like a, a Star Wars figure stand that I guess was a mail away. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like a gray base. Yeah, and it yeah, was like yeah. that was like sixty bucks. You know, like he yeah, had some that, he had some stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That stand was one of the first things. I think it was like right the first. Um, it was like a mail away, but it was like one of the first things that, that they. It was the first mail away gimmick, you know. They eventually they moved on the figures and stuff, but that stand was one of the first ones they did for the. I think it was like display the first twelve or something like yeah. that. Is is sixty bucks like a decent price for that, or is that that? Uh, it depends. I mean, if it was all there, there's a, a cardboard backdrop that was came with it, and if that was there and in good shape, I mean, I think sixty bucks. If if all that stuff was there, I think sixty bucks sounds like a pretty fair price. Okay. Um, but if the there's like if the cardboard was missing or messed up, and then there's like little action stands that you can turn, like sort of on like the the other sets where you yeah. t- there wasn't like a, a shoot 'em feature, but you could turn them or whatever. Yeah, and, and they had those. It had those. Yeah, if it had those and stuff. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty fair price. Yeah, we'll, have to, yeah. we'll, we'll have to check it out one of these days. We we'll go down there. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to do that. We did that. <laughs> My son wanted to. I th- I thought we still had our Atari. Yeah. So son wanted us to get the Atari and bring it home and see if we could get the thing hooked up. So uh, okay. I went over to my, it was at my parents' house. So I went over to my parents' house up in their attic. Thing's been up there for probably, you know, 35 years or whatever. Right. Uh, God knows if it still works. So we, I went up looking for it and I couldn't find it. So at some point it must have gotten, must have gotten rid of it. But what I did find was, first of all, I found my baseball cards from when I was oh, a kid. I thought I, I, I always wondered what happened to them and they were up there. So I found them. Big oh, box that's cool. cards. And I found a big box of Smurfs. Oh like really? Smurf figures oh, that I remember so collecting, but like I I haven't seen them in God knows how long. I brought those things down and Katie's all all excited about that. Funny. I was just like, oh, oh my, totally forgot about the Smurfs, you know? Yeah, right. Oh, that's funny. Now, that because yeah, they were when we were kids, they were huge. I mean, yeah, you know. And I remember uh, speaking of Booth's Corner, but the Downingtown Farmers Market used to go down there, and there's a guy that had a little shop. It was a Smurf store, basically. Right. And you'd go in, and my dad would. We'd go there pretty much every weekend. I think my dad would take us down there just to kill some time. He'd let us. We, my sister and I, would each get a Smurf, and then we'd go yes. down the other end and get get soft pretzels. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what that's. I think we basically did the same thing. We would go down there, and there was a guy that sold them. Every time we went in, we'd probably pick one one up. Right, yeah, but it was okay. like, man, I haven't thought about those things in forever. I don't even know if they're worth anything. I so it's funny. I we, my sister and I had a big tin of them as well, and but this was going back several years. So my parents, I got them from their house, and I did end up selling them on eBay. But I don't think they were worth for all the ones we had. I think I may have gotten like a hundred bucks for them, but we had, we had a lot. Yeah, we had, I remember we had like the mushroom houses and different things like that. But I remember getting like a say like a hundred bucks for them. But I don't think it was um it was nothing crazy. I mean, a hundred yeah, bucks yeah. is a hundred bucks, but it wasn't anything like oh you know didn't change my life or anything like that. Right, 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 right. 
And yeah, I do remember pulling them out and the kids were very, very little and they were kind of interested in them, but kind of like just wanted to eat them or wreck them or whatever. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, we're selling these. (laughs) (laughs) You're not I have to clean them up though because they're up there in the the attic in the box. Yeah, right. It's amazing. You forget, and then all the stuff in the attic. You're like, oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) But that was our weekend. So you never did find the Atari though. Never did find the Atari. I found controllers for it, and I found some games. Yeah, Atari itself, I could not. Interesting. Yeah, it's either floating around somewhere else in my parents' house, or they got rid of something. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. yeah, I did the same. I did Atari, but this again years ago. We I remember pulling it out, and the kids were little, you know. And then I was we played it for a little bit, and everybody was. Yeah, I'm like, okay, we'll get rid of this too, you know. Now, <laughs> now, then you think about it, you're like, oh, maybe we should have kept that, you know. Yeah, I, I think I could easily one up. They're like all over the place. Yeah, right, you but, know. But I, I just I thought, it was, yeah, we couldn't find the one that we had. You would have been need to have the yours, you know. Yeah, right. So anyway, so that was our weekend. So the big news of the week, was it Friday or Thursday? Uh, I want to say Thursday. Thursday. Thursday mor- It was Thursday morning, that's right. Yes, right. Um, the, the Avengers Endgame trailer, out of nowhere, no rumors, right? No nothing, all of a sudden just boom, you dropped. And it was like right. early in the morning, too. Yeah, right. Yeah, because matter of fact, yeah, we were getting. I think we were getting ready to leave for you know our vacation. You know, I think I posted something really quick on our Facebook page or whatever, and then I saw, or maybe no, I went to post something and you had already posted it, or I don't know. It was early enough where it was just like, wait, what, what's happening? You know? Yeah, I was actually driving to work, right? <laughs> and I'm, I'm driving to work, and I've got my. I was listening to some podcast, and I got my phone on my you know clip on my dashboard. All right. And um, I got the little notification from Twitter that. The Avenger Ends Endgame trailer dropped, oh, and I was like, amazing. "What?" And I, I like, <laughs> I like, found the first place I could pull off the road, and I pulled off the road into a parking lot, and I watched the Avengers Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's what I posted to our page. Right, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but it was, um, you know, I I said I when the trailer, the Super Bowl trailer came out. I was, you know, the teaser. I was kind of like a little disappointed. I said that when uh, when we when we talked about that that trailer. Right. Um, this was what I was looking for. Oh, it, right. This trailer, and um, it was really good. I mean, it was really good, and it was amazing. They were able to get me excited. I mean, I was already excited for the movie, but they were able to get me excited for the movie and looking forward to it. With and yet, they told me nothing. Right. In a good way. You know what I mean? Like, I have no idea what's going to happen in this movie, but it, but I'm it's great. I'm so excited for it. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, you know, just little teases, you know, um, the music, you know, like, I, I mean, you saw all these all these characters are getting a little. I mean, we didn't see Thanos at all. Man, what a great trailer. It really it really was. And um, just some really great moments in it. We see Captain Marvel in her. You know, I mean, we saw. Oh. Yeah, we saw her interacting at the end, you know, in the in the post credit scene in the movie. Uh, the, but... little, yeah, there was a little bit of her and uh, and Thor was great at the end of the trailer. Yeah, yeah, Thor's like, I like this one. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> I know I've read on Twitter now. Everybody's uh, the, what's the lingo? Everyone's shipping them now. Everyone's hoping they hook up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh boy, here we go. You know, <laughs> but it was it, it is fun. I. I 
and uh, you know yeah just very exciting and very just oh what's gonna happen and oh there you know just some of the things i i i noticed going through i mean you get to see everybody apparently they're in their whatever those new costumes are people are calling them quantum suits but i don't know what that means i don't know if that's something somebody made up but that's the, they're like the white avenger outfits so but i thought that was pretty neat to see and you, you know you see everybody uh together at one point you know they're like come on they almost reminds you of uh, like the astronauts walking out in the right stuff i mean it's from this it's right. a different you know different camera angle but they're all walking out like to go on their mission or whatever i thought it was really cool but one of the big reveals we we got in the trailer is which i I'm, i think we all sort of assumed we all kind of knew Tony Stark wasn't going to die in in the middle of space in that spaceship. Right, right. <laughs> Without getting back to Earth. You know, it's been confirmed now. We've seen Tony and Nebula with the, the other Avengers. Yeah. I, know, although I was, I, Earth, yeah I was surprised that they revealed that, though. I mean, like you said, you, when you stop and think about it for just a second, you're like, yes, of course he's going to make it back to Earth. But they were really playing that part of it up. So I, I was surprised when they did show him with the rest of the, the crew, you know, the rest of the Avengers. Right. I was just surprised they revealed that. But it was it, it was actually cool, though, because they were like, oh, you know, he's back. And it, it was neat to see them all together, you know. Yeah, and it'll be it'll be cool to see him and Cap together again. Oh, because right, really yeah. they haven't we haven't seen them together since Civil War, you know? Yeah. Oh, that'll be really good. Yeah. I I'd kind of forgotten about that cuz right. Oh, that'll be fun. I think we see we see Cap in a shield, right? Yeah, yeah, the ones right cuz he's one like seen. So so Yeah, he's like he he what's he do? He un, he unstrap or stra- he straps it on tighter to his arm or yeah, something like right. and then they that was in the teaser they showed him doing that and then in the new trailer they cut to his face and ooh I don't know what's going to happen there but yeah, I you know, know. that 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 could be that could be a bad sign you know look I'm, I'm, of determination yeah has me know. worried yeah, I, that's that scene worries me that scene worries me yeah I have I think Cap is is definitely my favorite of the Avengers so yeah. I worry for him in this movie I know he it's uh yeah it's hard. Yeah. And we were, before we started the podcast, we were actually talking about this, but we were just trying to figure out like, and no spoilers here. I don't have any inside information, but we were just trying to figure out like, well, with all the rumors floating around, like who's going to survive end game, who's going to continue, you know, who's, who's going to die. And uh, we were just, you know, obviously the, the, the big three from the Avengers are kind of up in the air where between Iron Man, Captain America and Thor, you're, you're just not sure what's going to happen to those guys. Right, right. And even even Banner. I mean, we don't really know. You know, well, we, that's we true. didn't see. We still haven't seen Hulk. Right. I would assume at at some point in Endgame, Hulk is coming back. Yeah. Right. Uh, that, you, know, yeah. You would hope so. Seen, we haven't seen anything. You know. Yeah, so yeah, and he, we don't know what's going to happen to Banner. Right. Right. Even when he's on the he's on the poster. I saw something funny on Twitter. There's a they, they kind of zoomed in on the poster on Bruce Banner, who's just in his you know his like blazer jacket or whatever. And then he was like the feeling when you know the feel the feeling when nobody tells you it was a costume party or something like that. <laughs> he doesn't have his anybody everyone else is all in costume and he's just kinda like in his blazer, you know. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but he could hulk out totally and have a great time, you know, in terms of the movie, but yeah, he could that could be the end of him as well. Right. But this I thought the trailer was really great. I mean the scenes from the you know, the original movies that they put in there was great plus the scenes of the characters we lost in infinity war you know just right, like yeah. disappearing again yeah and I, right. and I actually i have not seen that movie in a while and i'm gonna sit down and watch it i think uh, infinity war yeah 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 me too it's funny that you say that because i was thinking the same thing 
I, uh, it's on Netflix now. I, you know, I was just thinking, I'm like, you know what? I got, I make, got to make sure I watch that again. You know, I was definitely going to watch it again before the movie came out, but getting the trailer, I was like, yeah, I got to watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> it removed up pretty far. Like, it, it's in my, on my Netflix. I have it in my queue just with a bunch of other stuff. But yeah, right away, I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's getting bumped up. You know, that's That's coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else from this trailer that you did you find noteworthy? Well, we're really seeing Hawkeye again, considering yes. he wasn't in Infinity War. It was nice to see Hawkeye. He's yeah, a lot. You know, and so I think the... he, I think he's going to play a pretty big role in this one, just because they they show him a lot. But I think he, in the very beginning, they show him with the the young woman with the bow, and you know, shoot, teaching somebody how to use the of uh, the bow and the arrows and stuff. Some debate whether that's his daughter or whether that's. From the comics, there's a character called Kate Bishop, and she's like an she's also a Hawkeye character, like almost like his Robin, so to speak. If, if okay. it, everyone's sort of like, well, wait, who's that going to be? Who who is she? And then there's like a lot of see, there, there's like the voiceover about starting over him and Black Widow like with each other, and like they're holding hands, and so you're not sure right. if like she's there to support him. Or if, if like something else is going on, like you know maybe he, maybe did Hawkeye lose his family? Did they all turn to dust or something? I mean, you know right. you. You can almost read that into it just with between him and his mohawk and, you know, he he looks very different. So I'm thinking like something bad has happened to him. Yeah. I, you know, I almost feel like this movie is going to take place over a period of time, right? Uh, Because you, you see, I mean, Hawkeye's hair changes. Right. Right. But like you also see Black Widow's hair changes a couple of times. In the actual trailer. Yeah. Like her hair in one scene. Her hair's long, yeah, and it's red when we first met her in, okay. in Iron Man. And then in another scene, it's that short blonde hair. Oh, interesting! I'll have to go now. I didn't you notice know, that. I have to go back from, and look at that. Yeah, I mean, her hair changes a couple of times, so you're almost like, is this going to be? There may be a fairly significant time jump in this in this yeah. movie somewhere. Oh, that, yeah, that never occurred to me. That's interesting. Plus Hawkeye's hair. You know, yeah, right. Is is definitely longer in you know with the mohawk. Right, and do they show him in the trailers? His hair shorter at one point too. It well, when you first see him with the the character, everybody sort of thinks is might be his daughter. It's short, and then oh, and then when right. you see him as like full on Hawkeye, he's got the mohawk. And, That's right. Yeah, and it's it's a little longer. So uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me then if right. Wouldn't, almost wouldn't surprise me if that is his daughter that the movie opens with something like that like you know all right we're gonna check in with hawkeye since we didn't see him in the last movie and you see the poor guy's family turn to dust and that sort of like right. leads off like you know where everything's going so yeah. but the thing i mean the one scene that really talked about it but the scene with cap when he's tightening up that shield and his face yeah. is all dirty and that's the yeah. scene that really grabbed me and i was like wow you're right um, you're like that i mean i'm telling you that really makes me think this is it you know like yeah. this this might be it for captain america i i i i say i think the same thing and then i'm like well would they put that in a trailer well if but you know, you yeah know. out of context it's just it, it i i was saying before when i were we, just you and i were talking that scene really grabbed me yeah. and so you know i don't know how they're going to use it in the movie but in terms of the it did its job in the trailer maybe really pay attention like wow what is you know what's going on here right and so i guess if i found out that that was you know i guess if it turns out that's the beginning of his uh you know say that's the beginning of his end or whatever but i don't think i would be very upset if they you know if they showed that in the trailer just because it didn't give anything away right yeah. right i read something and i don't know how true this is or not but what i read was that they're only allowing them to use scenes from eight minutes of the film right not the, not uh, eight 
for for the trailers. So not eight minutes of trailer. We're not going to get eight minute trailer. Right. But there's eight minutes from the film that they're allowing them to use for the trailers or something oh, like that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that because I know um, from, this is going back a little bit, but I remember when they did um, uh, Age of Ultron, I remember that movie watching it and thinking, I've seen like 90% of this movie already. Yeah, you yeah, know, you they, sort of knew, right. That, yeah, it just felt like that movie they had showed in the in all the everything they just gave so much away, like the whole Hulkbuster Hulk fight. You know, that whole sequence was on. I think you know they had released it legally online, all you know ahead of time, and it was just kind of like, well, I've seen this already. You know, right? It wasn't nearly right. as exciting. So yeah, I did. It was funny. I read something with the Russo brothers that they were sort of. I guess they actually had a say in the marketing of this movie, and they said they were really trying to mirror how they promoted years ago how they promoted the empire strikes back and i thought that was very interesting because i as a i really don't remember how they promoted the empire strikes back but apparently these guys do and they said they went into the empire strikes back not knowing anything like they they knew they were going to see a star wars sequel but they really didn't know what to expect they hadn't really seen anything and you know they they said they're trying to replicate that like they want you to come in excited but they don't they don't want you to have any idea i thought that was really neat and you know yeah and that, that's, I, I mean, that's the way it should be. It should be, it should be piquing your interest. It should get you excited, but it shouldn't give anything away. That's how it, that's exactly it. right. I know when they did Force Awakens, most of the stuff that they showed was only from like the first, like, I think 20 minutes of the movie, maybe it was like, they showed all the stuff, like all the Jack who stuff. A lot of that stuff right. was in the trailers, but they didn't show anything else from the rest of the movie. And I, I liked that. That that's a good tactic too, just to be like, all right, well, we can show you a lot of cool stuff, but it's really in the be- the beginning of the movie. So I, I thought that was a nice way to to do that as well. So yeah, ho- hopefully, you know, going forward with a bunch of movies, uh, they they can do more and more of of this and and less having to show it to you know show it to everybody. Like oh, here's the entire movie. Because sometimes, man, I mean, I don't know when when I in any trailer for any movie, you know, sometimes you're like, I just watched the entire movie in like two you're minutes. Right. Yeah, and that that tells me a lot of times that the studio just doesn't have faith in their movie. They're like, well, we gotta, we gotta let everybody know exactly what's going to happen here. Right. Uh, you know? And so, and I did, I did feel that way about age of ultra. Like I remember actively avoiding the television when commercials came on because it was seemed like age of the age of ultra on commercials were every time <laughs> there was yeah. a commercial break, there was an age of ultra on commercial. Yeah. Um, and it was just, they just, I just felt like they showed you everything now. Yeah. You know, now to, I guess to be fair, back then we probably had Disney Channel on, uh, you right. know, close to 24 hours a day. So right. I'm not, I, I'm not sure how Disney Channel operates now. We don't have it on nearly as much. So maybe it was just a factor of just you know being you know just being that tuned in or whatever. But hopefully they also maybe they learned their lesson and they just don't show as much either. That, that's what I would hope for. Now they have not announced ticket sales for this yet. When do you think they're when do you think they're going to happen? Well, I'm not sure. I mean, I think I just saw that Shazam, which comes out at the beginning of April, I think he's on sale now. So I would say another week or two at the most. I can't imagine it being much longer before yeah. you know before they fire it up and get everybody trying to get everybody buying tickets and stuff. Yeah, and we'll have to make our arrangement. We're going opening night, right? We got to go opening night. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think we're going to try to do right. that. Excellent. Um, yeah. So all right. So that's the end game trailer. Anything else that jumped out at you? Anything else you can think of? No, I think we sort of covered everything. Yeah. That, but I was just so happy it came out. It was really good. I, I thought it, would, it really nailed it. If I could be any more excited about this movie, I'm more excited about this movie. I know, right? So it did yeah. its job. 
It, yeah, very much so. So yes, good job, guys. You got it. Yeah, we were going to be there anyway, and you got us even more excited. So job well done. <laughs> <laughs> so All right. we had a little bit more Marvel news this week, though, and this one was also came out of nowhere. Yeah, I think this was Friday. Yes. So we finally we got the announcement that James Gunn is coming back for Guardians of the Galaxy three. Right. It was a total surprise. I I thought that I thought that was you know I thought that he was over and done with. Good for Disney. Good for them for reversing their decision. I think that was the right decision to bring him back. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I feel like he got a bit of a raw deal. On the you know by the initial firing, I felt like it was a bit of a raw deal. So I'm gl- I'm glad they brought him back, and I you know I'm hopefully he he can deliver a nice uh, third you know Guardians movie, and I would imagine you know the just the trend that, that this will be his last Guardians. They'll probably wrap the Guardians up with this one as well. Yeah, or at least that team. Well, yeah, because they did sort of set the stage for Sylvester Stallone and, and yeah. that team. I I was glad to hear this. Look, his tweets were sort of indefensible. I mean, they were they were really in poor taste <laughs> to say the yes. least. But that said, they were also for he was you know a big director before he was famous. Before candidly, I don't know that I've ever seen a James Gunn film other than Guardians. Right, and I think I'm with you. I think I I mean you know? I I've. If you told me, I think I might know some of his other movies, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I, I'm not familiar with anything before he did before he did Guardians, so I didn't know anything about. You know, I never followed him. You know, I, I, I felt like that he did kind of get a raw deal in that in that deal. So I, I'm glad that he's coming back, in particular because there's, I think there's so much of him in these films. You know, like I, I think that without James Gunn at the helm directing these things these movies they'd right. be totally different movies you yeah know? and that's that's that was that was what i was most worried about i, I you know in the end i i want them to, i want these to be good films and that's what i was worried about i was worried about how his leaving was going to affect the third guardians of the galaxy film yeah right especially if they if right if they if they didn't bring him back and they still went forward with the third movie i mean you know it like you said you just want it to be a good movie and it, it could be you know who knows they could have brought somebody else in that could have done a great job but to bring him back in and just have that that nice you know it would have been it's seamless you know he's there they're his characters i mean obviously they're from the comics but i mean he had a lot of input on on how these guys were put together and yeah i just think it's it's a good it's a good good decision on their part yeah and he is still doing suicide squad for dc so for for warner brothers so that that's going to be kind of interesting and now so I guess the Guardians of the Galaxy three film has slipped in the in the in the lineup, right? Like it's yeah, not coming so out until twenty. I don't think it. I don't know. I'm not sure. Let me see here. I'm not sure if it actually has a an official date yet. The thing that my information says it's unknown the release date as of right now. I know that Suicide Squad two is being worked on, I believe now. So, and I did read something today where. They were interviewing somebody from DC Warner Brothers, and basically they're like, they're like, yeah, that's great. He's back on Guardians, but it, yeah, right now his move his focus is on the Suicide Squad, and then this will be his movie. Then the next movie is back to Guardians. So, and just a, just a tiny bit of news about that. So apparently, Suicide Squad Two is really going to be called The Suicide Squad, and it's going to be a reboot of the franchise. Although there's only one movie to reboot. <laughs> so I'm a little confused about that. I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm just very, I find it very interesting. I mean, 
I'm looking forward to it. I like Suicide Squad as a comic book. I, I enjoyed the comic. The first movie wasn't my favorite. I liked elements of it, but it wasn't my favorite. So with this one coming out and with James Gunn involved, I was excited for it and I'm interested in it. But I just still question DC's decision to do use Suicide Squad. There's other DC properties that you could have basically accomplished the same thing and not have had to go through the weird reboot thing of it you know i was yeah. saying yeah you know, there's a there's a, a comic called the secret six which is a bunch of basically villains bad guys and and kind of their adventures and you could have just easily just had that be a movie and kind of gone off in that direction without this weird reboot thing uh, unless they're figuring that the suicide squad is like a known entity versus having to introduce something brand new that's that's the only thing i can think of maybe you know, like maybe that's what they're trying to think, or maybe that's what they're trying to. Uh, they're figuring. I was like, all right, there's get a little businessy here, but it's like the brand awareness of Suicide Squad it, it exists versus having to introduce an entirely new brand. Right, right, right. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, it's, so it, I, I mean, I'm actually I'm curious to see what his what he does with Suicide Squad. I mean, he 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 did such a great job with Guardians, which is a property that I don't I'm not sure anybody really thought. No, it was going to be successful, you know. It was, yeah, it was a very, very risky on Marvel's part. It was a yeah, huge. I should risk. say risky. Not that they didn't think it was going to be successful. It was sort of a risky. It was a risky way to go. Yeah, and because they're not, you know, certainly they're, they're. I don't think they're A-list characters in Marvel's lineup. I really, I mean, they're like D-listers. Or you know, at the yeah. time, I mean, they had the originals were set in the future, and then they sort of re, re, rebooted them or reworked them and had them in the present day, but. I mean, the comic wasn't, didn't sell gangbusters. And, you know, I think when it finally, I think when the movie announced, the other series had just been canceled, if I remember right. So, you know, it was just one of those things that came out of left field. Yeah. You know, and he, he just such a great job with them. And I mean, I really think he built a team over there. Just, it it seems like they all had a a really good collaboration, you know, like with the actors and the director. And that was the other thing I wanted to mention is that the, even the actors were, who are starring in Guardians of the Galaxy? You know, went to bat for James Gunn. They, 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 they really wanted to bring him back. Particularly Dave Batista. He was very vocal on Twitter yeah. about his <laughs> his <laughs> unhappiness <laughs> with, with with that decision to get let him go. Yeah. So when they made the announcement the other day, you know, a lot of people had had really good things to say. And one of the things I caught was that Karen Gillan, who plays Nebula, she wrote in her Twitter, "We are Groot." Which I thought oh, was cool, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and then Taika Waititi, right? Who always seems to come up on this podcast, and we're never sure how to pronounce his name. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> down one of these days, he wrote. But I thought I was supposed to be doing that. <laughs> I did see he, that. <laughs> he was rumored to be the guy that was going to take over the directing duty. They had never really yeah. announced um, anybody, but that was the rumor that he was going to do it. So everybody seemed really on board with this. So I was really happy to to yeah. for him. A lot of times when someone's name comes out there, nobody supports them or all these other people come out of the woodwork. They're like, oh, my God, that happened to me, too. And like when James Gunn, everyone was sort of like nobody came out and was like, oh, he's a, he's a horrible person or whatever. Everyone was sort of very surprised and, you know, very much like these are some old joke tweets in bad taste, but old and meant as yeah. not serious. So it is nice, like you said, to see this cast yeah. and everybody support him. Yeah, and I've if I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. I'm very glad that Twitter and Facebook and all those things were not around when I was oh. in college. 
I cannot imagine. <laughs> because right? I undoubtedly said and did stup- very stupid things. Oh, that's what I can't even imagine. I mean, uh, you know, I'm nobody, and I have my tweets, uh, you know, my personal account. I think I have them set to self-destruct after like 30 days or 60 yeah. days. Just, yeah, and I'm not putting anything out there. I'm literally retweeting Marvel and Star Wars probably. You know what I mean? Right. But I'm just like, nope, I just have that go away. And to be, uh, you know, and to be a, a celebrity, I mean, I can't imagine... Not having something like that, especially now where, you know, uh, people that are against you or that want to bring you down are actively, you know, combing your old tweets to, to, for, to make you look bad. I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine keeping that stuff out there. Yeah, craziness. But that's yeah. good news about James Gunn. He's coming back. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, you know I am def- definitely am too. And uh, like you said, Suicide Squad, very, you know, sure, sign me up for that too, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. If yep. he's doing it, I'm in. What other news do we have going on this week? They announced for Game of Thrones that there will be six episodes in season eight. And let's see here. The first two episodes are traditional. They're one-hour episodes. And then the right. last four, so three, four, five, and six are all going to be one hour and twenty minutes. So basically, little mini movies for the yeah. last, um, you know, last four episodes. Yeah. So that's I'm I'm glad to hear that because I was like when they when they announced that there was only going to be six episodes, I was kind of like, are they going to be able to wrap it all up in six episodes? Yeah, I thought the same thing. I am curious though why why they would why why they have to make them an hour and twenty minutes? Why they wouldn't just try to edit it differently and make a uh, you know extend the season? The episode, you know, make it instead of eight episodes or instead of six episodes, make it eight episodes or make it 10 episodes or um, I'm curious the reasoning for that. Unless yeah. unless the story I hope I, mean, I would imagine the story must warrant it. It must be like, OK, you know, here's our overall stru- overall arc for the the episode. You know, so it must work out that way. But I, I always I always look at stuff as a fan. But then part of me, the my business, you know, the, the business side of me kicks in. And I'm sort of like, well, why do they decide to do that? You know? Yeah. And because he's been. I wonder if it's not just, you know, I mean, I think all of these actors are big names now. You know, I think they're they're probably ready to move on to other projects and things. Yeah. And maybe that's maybe that's got something to do with it. You yeah, know? It could, yeah, it could be that. Right. And every, I guess and everybody knows it's the end. So rather than drag it out, maybe get it, get it in and, and done. Although, yeah, just from a, if I was like in charge of HBO, I would think I'd want people to stick around. Like I would want to farm this out as long as I could to make people so keep subscribing longer. You know, so right. I'd be like, we can't stretch that out to twelve episodes. You know? <laughs> well, see, this is my this is my dilemma now because we don't we don't belong to HBO. Like we don't we don't we don't subscribe to HBO. Right. So I'm like, well, what am I going to do when this? <laughs> Can you sign up for just like a month or two and then cancel? Yeah, they have. Um, okay, their, you could do that. Yeah, their app is called HBO. What is it? There's if you. I could just sign uh, up for the app. Yes, so they have like a, their their app is like Netflix. So you can have. I think it's called HBO Now. Okay. It's, it's either HBO Go or HBO Now. I think it's HBO, HBO Now. Go. I think it's HBO Go. Oh, all right. Well, one of them, like if if you have HBO and like it through your cable thing, you can download one app and you can watch it on there. But okay. if you don't, then you go to the other app and you sign up and you pay for it like Netflix, and then it's a separate thing. Okay. Okay. All right. So yeah. That's- yeah, and that's I'm going to do the same thing because I got rid of HBO earlier this year for just you know, uh, you know streamlining things, and I figure I'll do the same thing. You know, get it and keep it for the the six weeks or you know, probably the, I think it's a monthly subscription, so keep it for the two months. You know, to make sure I get all these episodes. Okay. Because um, yeah, I want to see when they come out. 
Oh yeah, yeah. For this week, that's this is it's funny. My wife and I, for all the shows we do watch, like nothing is is in real time. Everything's recorded, or you know, you just stream it when you when it's convenient. But Game of Thrones, we're there Sunday night. We you know we're there watching it because you have to see it live. Because if not, it's going to get wrecked. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) I mean, we we watched the whole six season. I watched them all in you know three months time period, and um. You know, and somehow we had managed to stay unspoiled for that, however long it had been on, you know, six years or whatever. Yeah. The only thing I sort of knew about was the Red Wedding, just because it was like in in the lore. Yeah. Uh, That was the only thing I sort of knew about, but I didn't know the details. I just, there was like a wedding and bad stuff happened. You know, so I was, anytime there was a wedding, I was like, wait, is this it? (laughs) You know? We watched, we, we weren't watching in real time then we, you know, we also were playing catch up at that point and I'm the same thing. Cause like that season, there's like, I think two or three weddings and, and you know, until you get to the real one, you're kind of like, is this it? Is this the wedding? Is it? I don't know. You know? <laughs> and then when the final red wedding came down, you're like watching, I'm like, all right, here's a wedding. And then the, the, the great hall there and the doors close and I'm like, oh no, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was it was back then pretty easy to stay spoiler free because you didn't know um, if you weren't watching the show, you really didn't know any of the characters or you didn't really all you would see was like an explosion on like Twitter, like, oh, Game of Thrones, ah," you know, and everybody would be freaking out. But you didn't really know the characters. It didn't make much sense to you. But once you started watching and paying attention, then it was like, you know, you would be very, very easily spoiled. Yeah, and I use I like I use way more now than I used it in the past. Yeah, yeah. you know. So and that's that's real. I think Twitter's like the worst culprit, right? Like that's yes. Facebook isn't as bad, but Twitter's Twitter's you got to watch. Yeah, I, you know that. It, 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 yes, because but at the time though, Twitter was funny because that's probably what got me interested in watching it because I would see my Twitter feed explode. Like the, I remember the wet the night the red wedding aired in real time. I was not watching the show. But my Twitter feed exploded with everybody talking about Game of Thrones and the Red Wedding. Oh, and, really? Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, what is going on here? What is this show? And it finally like forced me to pay attention to it. And then I saw that. And I'm like, well, this, this might be something to go check out. And then we started watching it. And, yeah, and then I was like, wow, this is great. You know? Yeah, it, it, it's such a great show. I mean, I, it's so well done. And it's, it's just like I've been trying to rewatch episodes. And it's, it's a, you know, there's a lot of rewatchability to it, too. I mean, it's, yeah. just, it's just such a great show. Yeah, I'll be. Um, their names escape me right now, but the two guys that are the showrunners for it. Um, oh, I can't remember the names, but I've like um, Ben Benningoff and Weiss. Yeah, I, right. Yep, I think that's like that. Yeah. Um, so you know, obviously they're working off of George R. R. Martin's you know books and stuff like that, but they've really done a nice job bringing everything to uh, to the you know to to the screen or the television so excited for them and excited for also for their uh, future star wars trilogy that they'll be doing yeah uh, i don't know you know still no idea of what it what what when or where it's gonna be you know excited just looking forward to it just based off of their their game of thrones work yeah and you know uh, there's always star wars news on this show like we always talk star wars yeah um uh, <laughs> I, I heard something to this week that said that there's a there's another. I actually, we may have talked oh. about this before. That there's another Star Wars show that has been unannounced that's in development. Yes, uh, we we mentioned it. We um, mentioned it. Okay. Briefly somewhere, but yes. Yeah, so right now there is um, the Mandalorians in production, right. and that that actually I think is rap. I think that may have rap production as far as I know. Um, there is the uh, Cassian Andor Rogue One prequel show that's in production. 
Right. And then there's a third as of uh, yet unnamed Star Wars show in production. Um, we mentioned it on a previous podcast. Somebody had confirmed that it was happening. And in recent weeks, it, it was like kind of like reconfirmed or, or, or con- confirmed officially that, uh, that that's happening. But yeah, no, no word yet on what it's going to be. Yeah, but apparently, so, so, so the rumor I heard was that that will be announced at um, Celebration next month. Oh, that, 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 that the third, what, what the third show is all about and the title and it will be announced at, at Celebration. Okay. That's what I heard. Now, whether it's true or not. That would make sense. I mean, if, if it is filming, you know, if it is in production, that's when they're going to announce it. I mean, between, yeah, uh, yeah I assume that's when we're going to get the uh, episode nine trailer. Right, um, right. And I, I know and that the name. Yeah, well, they might. Yeah, the name might come out beforehand. I think if if tradition holds, I think they usually release the name first, and then they then you get the trailer. If I remember right. Okay. Like yeah, but um yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. So between the new film, they'll you know announce the next TV show. Um, and somebody was saying there is a so apparently there's I think there's going to be like three animation panels. And uh, we know we have like animation wise, there's going to be uh, the Clone Wars is coming back, right? And uh, the Resistance, um, it just wrapped season one. This, as a matter of fact, it was just last night or Sunday night was the last uh, was the finale of season one for that. Okay. And, uh, season two has been announced, so there's going to be a, a thing for that. And I want to say that there might be another um, might be another animated show in the works. I can't remember now. But it made it sound like the, the it made it sound like the um, animation was going to have a, a large presence at celebration. So um, be interested to see you know what else might be coming from that from that angle from that direction. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I th- I mean I think I I wonder if they're going to do in the la- the last two celebrations I think they streamed live a lot of it. Yeah. Know? And um, like it was like they partnered with Verizon or something like that and they streamed a lot of it live. Like you yeah. could watch the panels live. Not not all of them, but some certain ones. But usually the big ones they were doing yeah. that for. Yeah. So I, I hope really they do that hope again. they Yeah, I really hope they do that this year because I, I I like I spent all weekend watching it. Like all, know, right. the, yeah. the last year, you know. And yeah. um and I did the same thing and especially for like I you know celebrations over um spring break this year so I know it'd be like for, for me, it's hard to try to make arrangements to get there just with the kids being off from school. And, and actually this year we're going away and, um, you know, so it's nice if they can stream it like that, just to be able to be involved and see all that without, you know, without having to go there. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that it is nice to be able to, to play along basically, you know, exactly. I really would have liked to have gone this year, but just couldn't, you know, cause it's this, I mean, this is actually as close as it gets to us, Chicago. Yeah. I right. think, you know, I don't, I don't ever, I don't ever see it coming to Philadelphia. So, no, right. so Chicago is <laughs> probably as, as best as we're going to get, but I uh, just couldn't make it work. All right. So, but we had a little bit, I guess it's, it is sort of star Wars news, right? I mean, it's an interview with Mark Hamill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that we, that they're actually interviewing him for what is the name of the, of the new show that he's in nightfall. What was it called? It's called nightfall. Okay. And his, his character in, in this show is, is called Telus. Okay. And the, the night it's, I guess he's like, it's somewhat familiar. Like he's, he's like a, the, the, I don't, I don't know anything about the show other than apparently it's got something to do with the Knights Templars. Oh, okay. And yeah, um, I, I don't know. Trains them or something. Oh, I'm actually like now that I know he's in it, I was like, oh, maybe I'll watch. I don't, I don't even know what channel it's on. To be oh, it's on the History Channel. Uh, oh, oh, okay. I guess this the, Den of Geek sat down to interview him about 
um, his role as Talos in Nightfall. As they were talking, he was g- given some background and, you know, how the work he's doing and stuff. But as they talk, you know, of course, this subject of Star Wars came up. Right. And and this was sort of an interesting interview with, with Mark Hamill. It took me aback a little bit because I was <laughs> like, you know, he doesn't seem bullish. <laughs> On, on, and I don't, I don't mean it to sound like that because I think you know Mark's, Mark's a fan. I mean, he's certainly, he's like a huge fan, right? He's like us, you know. Yeah. It almost like I kind of felt a little bad for him because it almost seemed like, based on the interview, sequel trilogy didn't sort of work out the way he thought it was going to. For yes. Him, yeah. Know? I, I would agree with that because it, it definitely sounds, it, it, yeah, sounds a lot of his comments over you know the past year or so have been taken out of context. But in terms of this interview, it sounds like he's just disappointed with it wasn't what he expected, I guess is the best way to say. He makes reference to Force Awakens. He doesn't get to say anything. And then, so The Last Jedi, so he was in there, and uh, that was his movie. And then, of course, he dies at the end. So I'm guessing in the next movie, he doesn't play that huge of a role. So it sounds like he may have just been disappointed with his character arc in the movie. Yeah, yeah, it was just, I mean, the one thing that, there was a couple of things that sort of stood out to me. And again, now he's, he, I would hope that the people who were interviewing him quoted him as he was speaking. Because, I mean, he says at one point in this interview, hey, a lot of what I've said has been taken out of context and it makes it sound worse than it is. Right. So yeah. I certainly hope that's not what Den of Geek is doing in this interview, is taking right. his, these these cherry picking these comments to make it sound like he's really like down on star Wars. You know, I would hope that, you know, since he mentioned that earlier in the interview that they wouldn't do that, but you know, right. who knows, but like, you know, it just sound the, the, the things that's, that, that sort of stood out was that like he said at one point in his mind, the end of seven is really the beginning of eight. So that's really only one movie. And I guess they told him he was going to be in, in two or three. Yeah. I don't know. And we know, we sort of know, I mean, we don't know, but everybody assumes Luke Skywalker is going to make an appearance in episode nine. Right. Right. Know, yeah. You know, we don't, I mean, that, that's at least what I assume. I don't know if anybody else assumes that. Yeah. But I'm, I, I assume it. And I swear I saw something. I can't remember exactly, you know, what it was, but whether it was actually Mark Hamill saying that he was done shooting on episode nine or that, um, you know, I swear I saw confirmation that he was in it, but I can't recall exactly where I saw it. Yeah. I'm 99.9% sure that we're going to see Mark Hamill. He has to, right. I mean, just given given the universe and the Force Ghosts, why wouldn't you, you know, as large of a role as he played in number um, eight, The Last Jedi, why why wouldn't you use him? Right. Even if, I mean, even if it's a bit like uh, like Obi-Wan in uh, Return of the Jedi, where he comes in, you know, I mean, in, in real life, it may have been a day or two of shooting, but in the movie... He could come in and deliver a very powerful, like, um, you know, sort of like, like I said, Obi-Wan in uh, Jedi. It's like, hey, listen, yes, Darth Vader is your father. And right. guess what? You got a sister and blah, blah, blah. You know, set everything up and I could see um, him providing that story element. You know, like he would serve as a function of the story to set Ray maybe in the right direction. Confirm whether or not her parents were or nobody's or not. You know, right. he, he could come in and be like, yes, you know, and yeah, I'm one with the force now. And yes, your parents, sorry, but they weren't anybody. Or... To get, you know, and that's what I believe. But or to go with some of the other theories, he could come in and be like, "Oh no, he was lying to you. You know, your parents are. You know, I'm your dad." <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, but I could see him being almost like a confidant in this. You know, because yeah. she really doesn't 
Ray, I mean, you know, she had, certainly she has friends. She has Finn and, you know, Poe and, and I guess Leia is going to be in it. You know, I mean, you know, but like she doesn't have anybody who sort of understands the whole Jedi thing, you know. So, right. Because that was sort of the same thing with Luke and Obi-Wan. You know, it was kind of like Obi-Wan almost ser- kind of served as his confidant in, in Return of the Jedi. Like the guy sat down and be like, hey, this is what's really going on. When he After he said this this thing about, you know, he's really only getting like one movie, it made me kind of – like I figured he was going to play a bigger role in Episode Nine. Not not a huge role, but I figured he was going to be more of a, a significant part of Episode Nine. Yeah. But after this interview, I'm kind of like, well, maybe he's not, because it sounds to me like he's he's saying no, like two was my movie, you know? Right, right. You know, and I thought particularly after Carrie passed that maybe they would somehow, however they were going to structure that film with Carrie being, you know, kind of the more important you know, original cast member in, in right. that film, that maybe they'd kind of shift that responsibility over to him somehow. Yeah. Try um, to, util- I mean, try to utilize him more just because he's a there and he's right. able to do. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. You know, I mean, it just, this, this interview sort of made me, made me think, well, maybe that's, maybe that's really not what's happening here. You know? Yeah. But yeah, like you said, it almost makes you feel like, you know, I feel it almost feels like a little bit bad for him because, like, you know, as a fan, and obviously maybe as a as an actor, and you know, for who all we know at the end of the day, maybe just for a, a paycheck or whatever. But you know, it sounds like the guy was like a little disappointed, like, man, you know, I only got one movie. You know, he was I was all wound up to do three movies here, and you know, I really got one. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and he kind of had harsh, not harsh, about the the solo release. He he kind of came out swinging on that one, and I was like, wow. You know, he says basically, solo was released when it was released, not because it made sense for the movie, but basically because it made sense for Disney, because the big Disney wanted the big movie in December to be Mary Poppins. Yeah, and you know, and I guess they had their whole slate of films scheduled throughout the year, and as a result of that solo kind of got the release date it got instead of the December release date that had, we have kind of gotten used to since the the sequels came out. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of disappointing to hear. Like, I mean, if that's, if that's true, it's kind of like, well, you know, cause I, I liked solo a lot. Right. I mean, I know there's a lot of people who just like despise that movie, which, and I, and candidly, I don't understand. I will never understand. Right. I mean, I, I think mean... I don't think it's the best Star Wars movie that ever came out, but I think it's good. I mean, yeah. I, I really enjoyed that film. Yeah, I, I and I agree with that. I, I've, I may have, you know, in the past, I, I may have critiqued it, you know, a little bit harsher in terms of necess- necessity, you know, like whether or not we needed that story. But, it, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's a it's an enjoyable movie. I really, I like it. I mean, you know, Han Solo is one of my favorite characters. So I really did. I really enjoyed it. You know, some of the noise for it, it, this goes with just about anything anymore these days, but half the noise these days for people bashing various movies, whether it's Solo, Last Jedi, now Captain Marvel. I mean, you just don't know what their agenda is. You don't know where they're coming from. I mean, you know, like it just it seems like that unto itself has become like a whole separate hobby of like yeah. oh, we're going to we're now going to just try to destroy this movie for whatever our reason may be. You know, inevitably in like the comment section, you know, somebody will be like, oh, blah, 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 Disney. And so you're basically yeah, that tells me I'm like, well, you, you're you don't like the Disney on Star Wars. So now you're going to hate everything that, that they do. Like, you, you know, you just kind of right. so you're never going to be satisfied. Yeah. With, yeah. Even though. So even though like George was done. Right. Right. So 
we weren't going to get any new, any more Star Wars, right? I mean, I, although I guess he he said a few things in place, but I I think George was done. Right. So the choice was either no more Star Wars, or he sells it to somebody else that can take the property. Right. And um, you know, and I I think that, you know, you say what you will about Disney. There's I don't know that there's anybody else that could have taken that on. Right. I mean, right. No other. I don't think any other studio could handle. Right. The you know something this big and 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 make it success. I mean you know, make it successful. I mean he has a lot of detractors. I there's a certain segment that want to bash it, but I mean it's still huge. I mean it's still you know they're still making all kinds of money with it and everything. Yeah. So and you know then it's been successful. I mean from a from a story standpoint, again some people didn't like it, but it's overall it's been successful. So and the thing which I find very amusing, especially somebody that's been around for so long, you know, just in terms of as a Star Wars fan. I mean, you know, you know, the original trilogy, people bashed Jedi and the Ewoks, and then the prequels rolled around and people bashed those left and right. And I, looking back, I was one of them. There's always a vocal set of fans that nobody's ever had. It's the same thing now. It's just, I just, I, you just don't know what, what it is now. I mean, is it just the fact that so many more people have a way to get their opinion out there with social media? So many, so, like I said, so much of this is, seems to be like coordinated attacks for various reasons, you know, for various agendas, whatever it may be. It, it's just, it gets crazy now, you know? Yeah. And at the, end, at the end of the day, I'm happy I'm getting new Star Wars. That, that's yeah. all it comes down to. And yeah, you I, know what? If I didn't like this movie, well, guess what? Maybe I'll like the next one. Because, right. you know, it got news for you. They didn't spend, what was it, $4 billion on the on Star Wars to, to not make any more movies. Right. Yeah, so I I, th- I thought that part of it was pointing, like, if that's really why Solo got released when it got released... That is upsetting. Yeah. Because I, I think that movie, if it if that movie had been released at the time period that were, or even later in the summer, even if it had been like an August release or something like that, if yeah. it had been given some time after, the, yeah, right, like... after the Last Jedi, you know, and I'll and I'll say this all, all, all along, and I, I think it's because they had so many problems with the production and you know switching directors and all that kind of stuff. I I, I never thought the marketing for this for solo was great right you know like we didn't get we got trailers really late they didn't tell you a lot about the film like you know so i maybe if it had been released later in the year they would have gotten they got would have gotten their arms around that more yeah well i think like you said with um you know they fear they released three star wars movies in december and so the audience was trained you know old and new fans alike it was trained like oh come the holidays come christmas time we're getting a new star wars movie and for all of a sudden this to pop up in the fall, yeah, people just weren't ready. Like, you know, it's like it's weird yeah. to say, but you know, just sort of everyone's like, wait, what? You know, like, uh, you know, like I've I've read things since then that a lot of people were like, oh, I didn't realize that it had even come out. And I guess these aren't the super fans by any means, but just casual people were like, oh, oh, there's a, a solos out, and then, then that goes with again with uh, Star Wars fatigue. There goes with the the marketing was. Bad. They didn't do a good yeah. job getting you know getting the information out there. I did see the it was his name John Cadston, the, uh, the co-writer of Solo with his father. He wrote right around the December when it when it normally when a normal Star Wars movie would have been released. He tweeted something like, "I can't help but wonder what would be happening if our movie was released tonight." You know, something like right. that. And yeah. it made you feel bad for him, but it made you realize, like, yeah, I mean, because I think at that point in time, I don't think any like it was almost like wide open. Like, yeah, I knew Mary Poppins was coming out for Disney, but. Like for a, a genre movie like that, like nothing really else was out except for then Aquaman came out and ended up doing Gangbusters. Right. And right. not to take anything away from Aquaman, but part of me wonders if 
you know, everybody that was ready and lined up for Star Wars or, you know, w- was like, oh, well, there's no Star Wars movie. Oh, hey, look, Aquaman. Let's go see that instead. Right, right, right. You know? Now, I, that guy, I could be totally wrong. And Aquaman, you know, could have been his own. It could definitely could have been his own own thing. You know, I, that just it made me think that. I'm like, well, yeah, everyone's there and primed and ready to for Star Wars. And, oh, no Star Wars movie? Oh, let's go see. Oh, okay, Aquaman, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, so this uh, there's some good stuff in this in this interview. Yeah, but it does make you you kind of think a little bit. I, I keep you know, it just kind of makes you think a little bit. So I hope that I hope that Mark Hamill's had a good experience. I hope you know he's happy at the end of all this. But it just like this, you read through this article and you just kind of sounds like he's disappointed, which that's yeah. a, that upsets me a little bit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And I get, yeah, like I said, I guess it just comes down to you know, and here's somebody that yeah, he probably is just you know happy to be. Yeah, he he wanted to do three movies. He wanted to be out there. He wanted to work, and yeah, and you know, he wanted to continue this character. Who, when you listen to him, he he loves this stuff, right? And um, yeah, so he does. Just sounds just just disappointed that he couldn't do more. Is, is what I guess the best way to say it is. So have you ever seen that show that Mark Hamill does? It's called Mark Hamill's Pop Culture Quest. I don't even know if it's been more than one season, but it was it was on. I think it's on Amazon streaming. Okay, I, I'm aware of it. I never, I actually okay. never had the chance to watch it. Yeah, it's 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 a cool show. I've seen a couple of episodes. I don't think I've seen the whole thing. It's I'm look, actually looking on Amazon Prime right now. It's it's a pay thing. You have to buy the episodes. They're only two ninety nine. Oh. But I saw I saw a couple episodes for free. It's actually it's a it's a really good show. And this I I think it kind of illustrates just like. What a, how much of a fan he is like he's, he's like he is just sort of like us you know he likes yeah. he's, he's he's into all this like kind of geeky stuff and um I, I one of the episodes i said there's one here called monsters versus robots and he goes and he goes into collector like he finds the collectors who are sort of like the eminent in whatever the topic of the of the show is and he goes and he talks to them about their collection you know oh, and, that's um, cool. and he's a big monster fan right like i think he he always liked those those universal monsters movies and yes. um, he's real into that guy sven Gulli. have you ever seen you know who he is oh i can't the name's familiar i can't place he's, it though he's kind of like I mean, he's, I've actually never seen it myself, but I know who he is. He's 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 sort of like Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Oh, uh, yes. Like I know he sort of introduces the movies, and he's he's all made up, and he's got to, you know. He uh, probably, like, Mark Hamill's, what's he, like, 67, I think, or something. So yeah. th- whoever that guy is was probably around when Mark Hamill was a kid, I would imagine, right? I Am think I right? so. Yeah, yeah. So, and he's still on, like, I think he, I can, he's on some TV show. I, cause I'll, I, like, I, when I'm scrolling through, I, I see his name in there. So occasionally, oh, that's funny. I, you know, he, he likes all those universal monsters things and he's really been into that. And that's, and I think that just kind of, this kind of illustrates the show sort of illustrates with the, the kind of fan he is. I really want to watch some of the other ones as, that he's got on here. Um, I'll probably, maybe I'll go out and do that. I'll download these and buy them. Yeah, it's a good show. So if you've never seen it, I urge you to check it out because it's it's pretty good. And it's kind of like Mark just being Mark, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's definitely an interesting guy. Like whenever you hear him talk and I mean, he just, you know, he, he he's into this stuff. I mean, even, you know, a lot of times when he was talking about the Star Wars and the, the uh, pre or the sequel series, uh, you know, he, he had like, he had all these ideas of, of you know that he kind of came up with his, in his in his own head as to what would happen with the characters and it's kind of the same thing we would do you're like oh where where do these guys end up and and 
you, you know, just like a fan would do. You, you, you know, you right. theorize and you try to guess. And I mean, we were doing it earlier with the Avengers. Like, oh, who's going to die? Who's going to make right, it? Right, right. And he's he's definitely that kind of guy. Hopefully, like you said, hopefully um, at the end of the day, hopefully he did have a good experience with with the the sequel trilogy. You know, hopefully he continues to go on and do a lot more stuff. I mean, he has his Night Quest uh, show. Sounds like he's going to be involved with the whole season for that. I I really want to see that show now. Like, I'm going to. Oh, go. I, yeah, I do too. <laughs> it's funny. They whoever cast him made a great decision because. Because if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't have heard about the show. Yeah. Have you seen him in the makeup? Yeah, he looks great. He looks yeah. great. He looks really good yeah. in the makeup. So, I, yeah, I, I, th- I think we're going to go out. and it's see- I, I don't know if he's only in season two. As far as I know, that's what it is, yeah. So, so I guess you'd have to go catch up on season one. And then he'll be, then I think he turns up in season two. Yeah, right. So so check out Nightfall and Pop Culture Quest because they're, they're all Mark, Mark Hamill stuff. So does that wrap us up for tonight? Do we have anything else? No, I think that's it. I think we're good to go. All right. You can check us out on Facebook. At, at We have a Geek Hangout Podcast Facebook page. You can follow us on Twitter. Our address is at Geek Hangout Pod. We have an Instagram thing, although I'm not I'm not the Instagram guy. Grant, <laughs> Grant's the Instagram guy. I don't know what's going on with Instagram. <laughs> what's a, do we have an address there? What's a, uh, <laughs> we are just uh, Geek Hangout Podcast uh, you know, for Instagram. You can search for us and find us over there. Okay. And yeah, and uh, you know, go out and uh, leave us a review on iTunes if you can. Uh, like I said, reviews help us get views. So if you go out there and you, you review us, it hopefully other people it will help other people find us, and we want to be heard, don't we? Right. <laughs> we're out here for doing this. We want, we want people to listen. I, I like think, yeah. I think we have good stuff to say. I don't know. But that's, I think I think we're I think we're very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I could listen to us all day. There you go, right? <laughs> but yeah, no, please leave us a review and uh, you know, feel free to comment on any of our social accounts. I mean, we'd love to hear from you. Thoughts, feedback, theories, whatever you got. If you want to reach out for us, we'd love to hear from you and love to interact. Yes, definitely. So with that, we'll talk to you next week. Good Great, night, thanks. Everybody. Good night, thanks for listening.